So, Piers, based on what you've just said, if someone was to ask you, what are five things I could start, stop or continue doing to help me on this journey? What would they be? Yeah. Oh, good question. So I would say we generally are innocently addicted to thinking. We don't realize how much we think the world rather than feel it, sense it. And, and we take our thinking quite seriously. Now, we need to be more like a two or three-year-old and recognize, you know, the... the because they don't take their thinking that seriously. So thought is very useful for some things. If you're trying to work out, you know, a problem at work or or design a new spreadsheet, then by all means think. But we have a lot of thinking about ourselves and we get quite, we layer up that thinking and we don't recognize that a lot of that thinking really is, it's not accurate. That the conceptual mind is just making up guesses and generalizations. So we're overthinkers. And I think in society, we've noticed we've been addicted to a few things over the decades, like, you know, smoking and, and eating bad food. We're going to realize now that we're overthinkers. So we need to back off the thinking is point one. Point two would be to start to realize that there is more to us than meets the eye and nature is doing us. So whereas it might appear, you know, that we make a decision to do X or Y or, you know, I did that and that's coming from the self. No, it isn't. It, it is. We are part of nature. So nature is living us. And once we allow ourselves to see that, it's beautiful because we realize there's an intelligence to that. The third one I would say is to get people to get curious about what they think they're feelings or sensations are actually telling us so we've been taught that if you feel rubbish or bad then there's something going on either in life you know circumstances or you that is wrong and needs fixing now if we can start to see that actually what feelings are telling us is there an indicator to how caught up we are in the self or the language I would sometimes use is how contracted our aperture is. It tells you about where your mind's at, not that there's anything in the world that needs fixing or changing. There might be things that you want to change in the world, but you need to recognize that the feelings don't come from the world. Feelings don't come from the world and circumstances. They come from the mind. There's no causal power in the external world. And we can then use feelings as kind of like a, a signpost to tell us, to point to us when we're going off track, like a rumble strip in the road. And then the fourth one, I'll say a bit more about feelings because they're, they're quite a big thing, aren't they? Is that we've got quite habituated and conditioned to either distract ourselves from feeling with our devices or with substances or conceptualize them as in we think about them, oh, I am angry right now, and yes, I'm very angry, and I'm aware I'm angry, but that's just thinking about them, conceptualizing them, rather than feel them, feel them. Now, if we know that feelings are just a signpost for where our minds are and where our aperture's in, we can just feel the feeling, ignore the narrative that the mind has made up, because that's <coughs> coming from our conditioning, it's not 
anything useful and just feel it just feel it bring it in feel it and then it just dissolves so not only are we misunderstanding what feelings are telling us we tend to distract ourselves or conceptualize feelings and don't feel them again go back to the two-year-old they are brilliant at feeling stuff and that's why it doesn't last very long and the fifth thing i'll say and this is a bit more kind of what to do next is just to get super curious that maybe innocently invisibly we've misunderstood what the mind is maybe the idea that we're all separate things and it's the materialist world and the separate self is how we survive you know and <clears throat> it's all down to little us and there's a hard world out there is not right and if we press pause on that and get curious it doesn't take long for us to see there's something going on and, and the, what we've been taught as again innocent and invisibly is not really working and <clears throat> if you can follow that intuition and start to get curious in the way well i would suggest the way that we've been pointing on this podcast for inquiry you'll soon see that there's a lot of very well-meaning misunderstandings out there about the mind and when they fall apart and dissolve you're like wow i wish someone had told me this before that's the most common thing we get on the work i do is because i wish i'd realized this before so i would say number five press pause get curious now how are that how is that for five things they're amazing i was listening to you and i was smiling at the same time thinking wow uh, these are things that I can really think through and take away and do a little bit of a reflection. 